This is the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast, a CFCP production with Mike and Laurent. We're back. This is New Year's Eve 2020. It is 940 on the West Coast on New Year's Eve 12-31-2020. And we're going to go through an episode, just go through the scores of the week that just was. So this would be match week 16. We're going to cover the games from the 28th through yesterday and preview this weekend's games starting tomorrow and Saturday. There's a lot going on as usual. Mike has started, has decided to participate in the revelry of life. So he's not going to be with me, but we're going to start right at it with the games from Monday and Tuesday. We covered them very briefly, but Crystal Palace won, Leicester City won. Not much here. Uh, Palace gets himself back on track. The bigger game was Chelsea getting a draw with Arsenal. Chelsea are really sputtering here. El Ghazi scored another one. I think that's his fifth in four days. And, you know, what do we think about Frank Lampard? What do we think about the job he's done? I don't know if Chelsea's spending spree this year, which was around $220 million, was worth it. They like Mike. Mike and I discussed this on Monday. They didn't need the players they got. Frank did a great job with the youngsters that he knew, with the Chelsea Academy, with he and Jody Morris. But adding all these attacking players just made his job more difficult. And yes, it added quality. But he's having a hard time clearly finding his best group of who goes where, specifically with Havertz and Werner. Werner should be a striker. Havertz should be a 10. A 10 for those uninitiated is an attacking player who free who roams freely behind a striker. When we use those numbers, that's what we're talking about based on the English system. Uh, Arsenal got another win, uh, and that, that'll be interesting to see what happens. Arteta's saved the day. He's back in action. I was really disappointed in Brighton. Arsenal won away at Brighton with a goal from uh, Lacazette coming on and scoring a goal right away. Saka was the best player on the pitch. Uh, Arteta went with basically the same lineup that had won uh, against Chelsea, which was nice to see that he didn't try and tinker anymore. Uh, he replaced Lacazette with Aubameyang. Aubameyang came off and Lacazette came in. Or, or was it Rowe? I don't remember. But essentially the same team. So he ended up winning again with the Shaka Saka Laka, uh, Boom Shaka Laka uh, group. Uh, and Arsenal are righted the ship for now. Now, to be fair to my boys in Brighton, they did not play their best group. They did not play their best striker. So as much as Arsenal can feel good about getting two wins in a row and sort of riding the ship that is not so doom and gloom, they really didn't beat a good team, even if it's away. Uh, Brighton is really close to London. It's not even that far of a trip. It's probably an hour and a half by train. I'm sure it was much easier. There weren't a lot of great games. Southampton drew with West Ham. They're having a hard time scoring. Uh, West Ham's happy to just stay that way. Uh, Burnley got a win against Sheffield. My poor friends in Sheffield are really, really reeling. But again, the interesting thing about Sheffield and Burnley is um, Sheffield have only have 11 one-goal losses. So while they are losing, they're not a bad team 
as they lose. So even though they're at the bottom of the table and don't have a win, yes, they're a minus 19, but West Brom are worse than they are. <laughs> and um, minus 19, they could easily be right there. All one goal losses. Their problem is they can't score. They've only scored eight goals. Uh, and that's really the biggest problem that uh, Sheffield United have. And there's, you know, their defense, fine. They're not, they're not defending as well. But when you don't score, you can't win. It's impossible. The best you can do is draw. Um, I'm probably burying the headline here, but Man United got a lucky win on Tuesday. And yesterday, Newcastle pulled out a draw versus Liverpool. Liverpool were better and should have won. Uh, they were in on goal many, many times. And on another day, they would have won, but they didn't. And so they draw again. And the league is tight, tight, tight. I mean, our podcast is called Squeaky Bum Time. And this is the squeakiest of bums for the season. Um, United pulled out a win that Wolves probably will feel hard down. They got five shots on target. They did their normal thing of hitting on a break. And, um, you know, Rashford on a deflected goal in the 93rd minute pulls it out for United. It's better to be lucky than good. And United have certainly been lucky. And the crisis of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is gone. Uh, thematically, the league is really in a very tight, tight place. Uh, let's just run through it really quickly. Liverpool are on 33 at first. And then Leeds are on 10 points back, are in 11th on 23. So that gives you a sense of like other seasons, 10 points would put you in third, 10-point difference. Uh, Leeds also won battering West Ham. They were incredible. Uh, they won 5-0 and uh, battering West Brom, who had just come off a draw with City and Liverpool. And so uh, West Brom are going to be feeling great. And then they just get fucking shithoused by my favorite team in the world, Leeds. Now, granted, Leeds scored great goals, but, you know, that's what you've got to do. So Leeds right now, and I love this about them, they have a zero goal differential, 30 goals for, 30 goals against. They are, um, is it third in the league in scoring and have the second worst defense. So they are just all sorts of fun. Uh, you don't see teams putting up a 30-30 very often, they have, a pos- they have a net zero goal differential, which is really the quality of your team. As you go further up the standings, usually goal differential shows will show as the quality of the team. Uh, really fun league. Uh, we, just, we also have to talk about, you know, one of the big themes running through this week's matches and England in general is the COVID crisis. Crisis, crisis, crisis. Has struck the league. Uh, Everton was supposed to play City last week, and that got postponed. Uh, Spurs were supposed to play Fulham yesterday, and that got postponed. So there's going to be matches to redo. The schedule was condensed as it was to trying to get the Euros in, and we're going to have to try and figure out those games. We've got this new strain, but we also have the, um, the vaccines are out. So who knows? whether the Europeans can handle it better than America can. I'm expecting Europe to do a better job than the United States because they simply have centralized medical authorities that mostly uh, listen to medical experts. Uh, the, the vaccine was created in Germany that most, most folks are using. So I would expect that that will come through 
and the teams eventually, maybe in a few months' time, will st- the players will start to be you know in the queue to to get uh, vaccinated, and that would be incredible because then you know people can start going to the games, the players can relax their their um, their their protocols to get in, and and things like that can go on. Um, but let's let's get into the next week's this week's game. So this is for the next three days. It'll go tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. So New Year's Day to the third. Then it's just and then there's a break. We I think we get into the FA Cup. Uh, Everton, West Ham, Man United playing Villa. That's actually a big game. Villa on 26, Man United on 30. If Villa can pull that game out. They'll just be a couple. They'll only be four points behind Liverpool, and Aston Villa have two games in hand uh, on Liverpool and one game in hand on Man United. So they're on 14 games played. Man, Man United on 15. So on a points per game basis, they are equal in quality. And Aston Villa have really been flying. They have the second best defense in the league. That should be a cracker. Uh, I expect a very close game. The way things have been going, you know, it could turn on anything. There's not much difference in quality between these two sides uh, to me. Uh, Aston Villa identified as a team that's actually having fun. And I'll say for United's sake, they seem to be having fun as well. I think that Fernandez really brings a exuberance to the team because he's so good. Uh, so Aston Villa, man, United is one to watch. Spurs leads. This is going to be a shithouse classic. Uh, I see Mourinho. Mourinho will figure out this man-marking thing. If he plays the way he's been playing, I'm going to be really upset. I mean, I, I think leads are really open, and Spurs have the finishers. I'd expect Spurs to, to score some goals in this game, but leads are not fucking around. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, could be a 2-2 draw for that. That's Saturday first thing in the morning. Um, looking else, elsewhere in the schedule – on Sunday, my team, uh, Manchester City, plays Chelsea. That game was in doubt. I'm not sure what level of staffing of players City has available. Um, we had Walker and Jesus go down to COVID. I don't know what other players aren't available. They're keeping their medical records safe. So I don't know who's available for City. I'm assuming we've got at least the 14 players available. That's the minimum needed. Chelsea have not been playing well. This should be a good game. Uh, City have not been conceding anything. And Chelsea have lacking creativity. It is tough to go to Stanford Bridge and pull out a result. Uh, Worst case scenario, this is a draw. Uh, City have not been creating much. uh, But we'll see what happens there. And then on Monday, Southampton play Liverpool. And uh, I, I, I would call this a scouting game. So whoever's really good on Southampton, I'm sure Liverpool will buy in the next uh, window. So look for James Ward-Prowse to go to Liverpool. Look for uh, Vestergaard to get poached from, from Southampton because we all know that the reason why Liverpool exists is basically because of Southampton. Uh, all the players, Van Dijk comes from Southampton. Mane comes from Southampton. Uh, Lalana came from Southampton. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff came from Southampton that became the core of this team, and uh, fuck Liverpool uh, mostly in the ear and then the other ear as well. And then you know, I think we get into, we have a little bit of a break after that. We've got eight days until the next games, uh, but that would assume this is an FA Cup week, and the FA Cup schedule is is the oldest, most venerated tournament in soccer. Started in eighteen sixty. 
six. I mean, I could look it up, but let's see. Uh, let's see. FA Cup history. <laughs> uh, the history of the FA Cup. The history of the FA Cup dates back to 1871. So 1871, we were just getting out of Reconstruction. Uh, the National League, which was founded in 1876, had not even been started. And there were suspensions in World War II. And every team plays. So all 700 clubs uh, participate in the FA Cup. It was the biggest and is the biggest uh, tournament in the world. Every country has one. And we do too, the United States. We have the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, it's basically a giant knockout tournament. And this week is the traditional first week in which the professional teams join in the fray. So they've been fighting through the FA Cup for the lower levels and lower divisions of soccer in England because there are over 200 teams and everyone plays in the FA Cup. Very, very, very exciting stuff there. Uh, I like the FA Cup. Not everybody does. Uh, but I'll be looking forward to it. Um, other things I've been noticing that I'm keeping an eye on, the transfer window is opening. So that's when players can move clubs. Uh, that's exciting. Um, the table is pretty tight. I'm still keeping my eye on Leeds. They're the most fun team in the league. I'm still keeping my eye on Brighton, even though they've let me down. I'm keeping my eye more and more on Aston Villa. I obviously watch City. I obviously watch Arsenal for schadenfreude reasons because there's nothing better than Arsenal losing. And I keep an eye on Spurs just for Mike's sake. Uh, I know he's watching all the Spurs games, but I like to sort of stay involved too. They're not particularly fun to watch, which is sucky, but uh, it is exciting. And um, I'd like to ask everyone, please, 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 if you've gotten this far, when I'm on my own, these podcasts take only 15, 20 minutes, <laughs> to uh, rate on Apple. Give us a five-star five review. Tell us what you feel. We will read it out, and we will put it into the podcast. Please rate, review, share, help us grow. Um, it's not because we want to get big. It's not because we want, you know, to be some massive podcast, but we just want to show progress. And it can feel often with Mike and I that we're just talking to nobody. <laughs> and, you know, you want that feedback. You want to feel like you're doing something interesting. And I keep telling Mike, hey, we're not even at 50 episodes yet. So we just have to keep going, keep fighting, keep showing up which is why even though mike's not here i'm showing up it's monday it's thursday we're gonna be here there's gonna be a podcast for you to listen to and um while it's not always easy to do because you want to sit around and do nothing uh that's why we're here so rate review share please the reviews mean a lot please review and put them especially on apple so if you listen on apple go on apple and review the podcast because it makes a difference, a huge difference. All of a sudden, people pay attention. Oh, that tea is good. Drinking the throat tea. Uh, it's used by porn stars more than anything, uh, but you know, also by podcast um, people. 
So that's it. I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. I hope that everyone had a Merry Boxing Day. I hope that everyone had a happy and healthy New Year. 2020 is over. I'm glad. Uh, I want it to be over. I want the pandemic to be over. I want to go to soccer games more than anything in the whole world. And I'm looking forward to this all getting cleared up so that I can go see the San Diego Loyal <laughs> and SC San Diego and go up to LA and see LAFC and, you know, try and plan a trip to go to see Manchester and Manchester United and Manchester City. Excuse me. But that is that. Love you all. Goodbye. Please rate and review. Thank you and good night. That Bye. was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works. <laughs>